Vice Chair Staff is ready when you are. Thank you, Madam Clerk. If the, uh, uh, we are convening the Budget and Audit Committee of the Sacramento City Council at 3.03 p.m. on January 4th. 2022. Happy New Year, everybody. If the clerk could please call the roll. Thank you, Councilmember Jennings. I'm here, Madam Clerk. Councilmember Vang. Present. Thank you, Vice Chair Guerra. Here and Happy New Year. Thank you. And we expect Mayor Steinberg momentarily. <clears throat> Great. Thank you, uh, Madam Clerk. Uh, if uh, uh, we could all rise and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. Salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance, allegiance to, to the flag, flag of the United States, States of America and, and to, the, to republic the republic for which it stands, one nation, nation under God, God indivisible, with liberty, with liberty and, and justice, justice for all. <clears throat> Thank you, everybody. Okay, Madam Clerk, our first item. Thank you, Chair. Our first item is Major U Community Advisory Committee recommendations regarding fiscal year 2021-22 mid-year budget priorities. Good afternoon, council members. I'm Asher Ghani, Special Projects Manager in the City Manager's Office. As you know, the Measure U Community Advisory Committee was created in 2018 to ensure that Measure U expenditures reflect community priorities. At the committee's November 15th meeting last year, they approved a set of mid-year budget recommendations for the current budget year. And this afternoon, we're joined by committee member Lisa Prey, who is going to present those recommendations to you. So much, um, Ash. Uh, I serve on the Measure U uh, Community Advisory Committee, and we have a number of recommendations um, in the event of excess um, budget funds available. Uh, and I can either present these to you. I know you have in your packet a uh, full copy of our letter, or I can simply answer your questions regarding this, whichever way you feel is more efficient for you. Uh, Ms. Prey, for the... Uh... Uh, for the public that's watching here, it would be helpful if you if you could highlight maybe the 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 priorities of your letter. I know it was only I think a couple pages long, so you made it simple for us, but that would be helpful. All right, very well. Um, one thing that we are well aware of is that there are um, federal and state funds, uh, recovery funds that are coming into the to the city, which we're so grateful for. Um, and we are hopeful that those will not be used to supplant um, funding provided through Measure uh, U funds. We, we hope that we find ways to use these recovery funds as a complement to what Measure U is capable of doing for the city. So that's um, the first part of this. Um, we had a few subject areas that we covered um, in our discussions. The first one is affordable housing, and we know that Currently, um, Measure U funds are being used to staff uh, affordable housing city infrastructure, which we're grateful for. This is a critical positions that need to be staffed. If there are additional funds, we would hope that the funds would go toward more direct support for affordable housing um, through pot potentially um, investments for um, rental assistance, down payment assistance, 
or gap funding to build new affordable housing projects. So that's where we're hoping that we go with the affordable housing, um, if indeed there are additional funds in the mid-year budget. Um, we also address homelessness, which we know this is a, a major part. We're really pleased with the expenditures as are being used out of the current budget um, on the homeless issue. Uh, we recommend any surpluses um, be added to the allocation, the homeless housing initiative uh, allocation to expand the service provision beyond just women and children uh, under 14 to include older children, uh, young adults aging out of the um, out of the foster care system, uh, veterans, and then add to um, respite centers, the budget we have now for respite centers to make those a little more geographically dispersed and safe ground sites as well. And then finally, if there are excess funds available, we um, would like to see permanent supportive housing through Project Home Key um, or transitional housing. Um, so we're hoping that any um, excess funds would be supported by Measure U um, to do those kind of things. Uh, regarding senior services, we know that um, the measure measure currently funds about 2.2 million for senior services. Uh, if there's surplus funding, we'd like to see an expansion of service hours. Uh, we'd like those services to be more geographically dispersed through the city um, and make uh, language access a priority, um, especially for services like the Heart Senior Center, the Triple R program the 50 plus wellness program, caring neighborhoods, uh, tech connections um, and so forth. Um, so that's important to us to get those out where they can be used. Seniors are not necessarily mobile. And so we do need a little more disbursement. With our youth, we're really pleased with the, the $26.9 million of Measure Youth funds that are to support youth programs. Um, and, and so if there's, mid-year surplus funds, we'd like to expand that programming for the, the K to 12 cohort, also to the youth under 24, and make culturally relevant services available, particularly for native um, and Hmong um, youth in our community who are a little bit under supported and to support a protected and earmarked fund for children and youth um, in our city funds. One thing that we've discovered, and this has been true for other um, special funds programs, is that it's really important to identify when projects are being funded by, um, by the funds from Measure U. And so we'd like to see some kind of a branding program. So when a, a project is funded by Measure U, it's identified as being funded by Measure U. So citizens get a, a feeling that, that their Measure U money is being spent um, appropriately. And so we feel like if the city could just allocate a little bit of money to create like a brand, a logo, and then um, made possible my Measure U. I do know a recent um, city minute newsletter that came out did identify Measure U funding as a source of funding for one of the youth programs. And we really appreciate that because we feel it it advances 
what we're trying to do with Measure U funds, what we as a city are trying to do with the Measure U funds. And our final um, comment deals, is rooted in our um, participatory budgeting that the city council allocated a million dollars uh, to be earmarked for the, the funding through just a grassroots initiatives that we are able to bubble up from the residents um, for a project that, that may or may not be you know, visible to city staff. So one thing that we would like to see as part of that is to get a kind of a neighborhood by neighborhood identification of where um, programs are being placed. And this helps us identify underserved neighborhoods in particular but um, which is where we really want to make our, um, you know, our biggest bang for the buck is with these underserved neighborhoods. So um, we're, we would like to see a way to have a, a report that's generated on a neighborhood basis for program, um, uh, program impact. We believe that there is a, um, the city's neighborhood um, development action team NDAT has the capacity to um, help with that, if that were possible to do. And we do believe that would be very helpful to us at, um, in ensuring that we're um, allocating funds where they really most need to be allocated. Um, thank you so much for considering our recommendations. Um, we're very hopeful that there are going to be some excess funds um, this year to be spent and um, we appreciate the opportunity to present our suggestions to you. So thank you so much. Thank you, Commissioner Prey. I appreciate your time and that of the Measure U Commission um, for putting this together and, uh, and for kind of narrowing down, uh, you know, how could we best utilize uh, if there are any uh, uh, funds above and beyond in the mid-year budget as we come through the CAFR here. Uh, Madam Clerk, let me first go and see if there are members of the public signed up to speak. I do have one member. It last four digits of the phone number is 4366. Great, thank you. Phone number last, four, last four digits, 4366. Yes, this is uh, Lambert of To the Bay and Back Cheesecakes, and I'm I'm as a person who voted twice for Measure U monies, it was stunning to me last year when I heard that uh, there was a, a survey done that the people in Sacramento were, were not familiar with Measure U, which is stunning to me. And as a person that's very active with civic engagement, uh, I attended a lot of meetings about Measure U monies. Uh, because we're state and federally certified as a small business, we were invited, and you could tell people were stunned when we walked in because, you know, they, they probably weren't used to people that look like me coming to meetings like that. And I learned attending a lot of those meetings, especially the ones that Mayor Steinberg hosted, that there's not very much money going to Del Paso Heights. So it, it, it's almost like it's misleading to use the phrase underserved communities when a, a community like Del Paso Heights does not receive funding, especially a cheesecake company 
that uh, has gone viral throughout the city of Sacramento. So I look forward to seeing those graphs and surveys that they promote, which will confirm what I just said. But Measure U monies should be dispersed, uh, I believe, to the underserved communities first, and then the more affluent ones should not receive hardly any of that. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. Chair, I have no more speakers. Thank you very much, Madam Clerk. Let me bring this back to the, uh, to the uh, committee and see if there's any questions or members from the committee. Hands raised here. Uh, board member, com uh, committee member Vang, council member Vang. Thank you, Vice Chair Guerra. Um, Commissioner Prey, I wanted just to take this moment, one, first, Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, but wanted to take this moment to thank you uh, for your presentation and just uh, thank every single Measure U uh, commissioner on the committee for, for your hard work and submitting uh, this letter of recommendations for our, our council to review and consider as mid-year is approaching us uh, fast. Um, I do have a few um, just uh, questions and comments for city staff and for you, uh, just for um, just for clarification. Um, and I'm not sure who this question may go to. Uh, it's going to be for city staff, but if someone can answer this, um, on one of the items that the Measure U committee brought up was around granting for Measure U funding, and wanted to kind of understand currently right now what are we doing to educate community on just um, programs that's that's supported by Measure U. I remember when I. I uh, was a staffer for council member Carr, um, and there uh, was events, um, programming like Hotspot Pinnell Center. Um, we, you know, we'd label, uh, you know, to let to let the residents and neighborhood know that uh, program services was, was supported by a specific funding and wanted to know what are we currently doing right now at this moment um, as a city to, to inform folks that we're utilizing Measure U dollars for these critical services and programs. And this question is for city staff, so I don't know who's on that can answer this question. Yeah. Councilmember Vang, Laney Milstein, Assistant City Manager. Um, as far as I'm aware, those things still exist. For example, if you go to a community center, you'll see that when there are events, it'll say paid for by Measure U. I do know that certain departments have um, patches on their clothing that say supported by Measure U. One of the big shifts that we did <clears throat> recently, though, um, there were sort of bits and pieces of Measure U all over the place. So something might have been paid partially by other funding sources and partially by Measure U. And so that was complicated. Um, I think that we can certainly work with our departments that have strictly Measure U funded programs to make sure that we have an identification there, um, whether it goes on a flyer somewhere or if it um, is a sign up for the facility. I know we have some facilities that were constructed with Measure U dollars and that is on the signage at the facility. So it's certainly stuff that we can work with our public information office to continue doing. Thanks, Lainey. I appreciate that. I, I know mm -hmm. that maybe perhaps some of the funding is supported by different streams of revenue, but I think for, for programs that are absolutely supported by all Measure U dollars, I think it's important to make sure that, that we let the community know that um, and perhaps working with the committee to, um, and, you know, city staff knows best where those dollars are used for from, so it may be good just to do a scan and and making sure that, you know, all programs that are supported by Measure U are are, are you know, fully branded so that folks know, so that, you know, our residents know that, um, you know, those tax dollars in particular are, are going to those critical services. So thanks, Lainey. I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, the other um, question I had, um, Commissioner Prey, this one's really um, for you and also for, 
you know, just to have a larger conversation, perhaps we could take this piece um, on the mapping place-based investment back to the racial equity uh, ad hoc committee, um, standing committee. I know that we're currently working on a tool, a racial equity tool, um, and want to make sure that we're not duplicating any efforts, but I really love this idea of the mapping uh, place-based investment, and I know that in conversations um, in our last committee meeting, we talked about looking at specific zip codes and neighborhoods and census track. Um, and Lainey, maybe this question is back to you because I don't think um, Ami is here as well, but perhaps I think making sure that there's conversation and that when we're talking about mapping place-based investment, that we're working closely as we're developing the racial equity tool as well on this in particular. Certainly, council member, you refer back to our, um, our the tool that we've been working on, but what that does is it, it reflects statistics provided by the census and provided from external partners. It doesn't necessarily show um, geographically where we spend our dollars and we may or may not be able to pull that off because geography in use of dollars sometimes is based on uh, requests for service. And so we can see heat maps from that, but I, I'm going to have to get with some of our larger departments and figure out if that is something that can be done. So, so we're going to have to get back to, um, both you and the measure, uh, you committee and certainly, um, something that would go hand in hand with the work that we're doing, um, with our, our community committee for sure. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I know the Measure U Committee works extremely hard on all the recommendation. I think this is a really great opportunity as well. They did mention working with NDAT, and I think this, this could be a great opportunity for us to explore, um, to expand the tool, right? I, I think having the heat map that you mentioned, but having something physical that where, where we can capture it uh, would be critical um, as we move forward on budgeting um, and just making sure that our investments are going into key neighborhoods that, that need it the most. Um, the other recommendation, and this is really for the vice chair, is uh, I do believe this is a receive and file, but I like to recommend that um, this item actually um, gets shared with the full council for consideration. I know it is coming to budget and audit, but I like this item to, to come to the full council before we make decisions on our mid-year budget. Um, that would be my recommendation from the budget and audit, not just receive and file, but if we could uh, move this to the to full council so that they could see this uh, and we can have a fuller discussion with, 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 with our colleagues. Thank you. Uh, thank you, council member Vang. Uh, uh, for clarity here, uh, uh, Madam Clerk, my understanding is this item actually goes directly to uh, uh, council for presentation. Is that correct? Um, right now, the actionals list is receive and file. Okay, I, I'd like to, you know, I, I like that direction there as well. Uh, Laney and staff, if uh, we can work with the city manager to uh, to find the appropriate time to look at agendizing this as we look as we go through our mid-year budget conversation. Uh, let me bring this over to Councilmember Jennings. He's got his hand up. And then I do want to remind the uh, the committee that we have a 3.30 closed session as well. Yeah, I'll be brief. Um, thank you, Chair. I, I too want to acknowledge the commissioners <clears throat> of the Measure U Committee. I think you guys are doing a great job in identifying the areas um, that need specific focus, whether it's the underserved neighborhoods, affordable housing, homelessness, our senior services and our youth programs. So I, I applaud you for digging deeper and really trying to make sure that those dollars serve the populations that we're trying to reach the most. And so I just want to applaud you. I want to wish you Happy New Year as well. 
And I think the, the thing I wanted to, to clarify was the last point that Council Member Bang made, which is to have this not just be a receive and file uh, item, but for it to go before the entire council for further discussion. I think it's important that that happen, um, especially for everyone to be able to see that Measure U Committee is really digging deep to get to those areas that have some of the highest needs in Sacramento and to serve the populations that have not been served. You know, when you think about expanding our youth programming to cover our nat uh, Native Americans and our, our Hmong populations, those are populations that have not been traditionally targeted. And so now we're asking to go out beyond. We're even talking about different age groups. And, 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 and so I, I think they've dug deep and I wanna make sure that the entire council has an opportunity to weigh in on this as well. So I just wanted to make those comments and uh, uh, look forward to seeing this in front of the entire council. Great, thank you, um, Mr. Jennings. Uh, let me bring this over to Assistant City Manager uh, Milstein um, about uh, calendaring and scheduling. Uh, you know, can we get this put on um, as uh, when we when we're moving through the budget process of the with the CAFR mid-year budget? Can we include this as part of that conversation? Yeah, the question for Council or for you all is: Would you recommend Council hear it prior to or in? coordination with. Our plan is to come to budget and audit um, February 3rd, I believe, whatever that Tuesday is. I'm looking up at my wall, which is February 1st, and then on the 8th for the mid-year. So we can either bring this item to council um, for consideration prior to that or in coordination with. You know, that's a good conversation. I, uh, if, uh, if it's okay with the committee members, what I'd like to do is, is, uh, is have a, let's discuss with uh, the mayor and also the city manager about what, what best, what, what would provide the best input. Um, you know, if we do it uh, at the same time with the budget, it might be a little too late. If we do it early enough, does that give enough context for folks? But if you, if it's uh, okay with the committee, can you allow some flexibility on how we how we decide how to bring it to council? Any objections? Seeing that, Laney, we're we're uh, we'll figure it out as we move forward. Okay. So, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, hey, uh, I'm yes. sorry, Chair. I, oh, I'll allow the. I, I think the flexibility is good, but to have it before it actually gets to the council gives us two bites at the apple, yep. and just I, I think I'd rather have two than one. Uh, especially when the rest of the council is seeing this for the first time. Yep. So that would be my recommendation. I think that's a good recommendation. And so I think uh, if that provides enough clear direction to staff, uh, then, uh, and I'm seeing some nodding heads here, I will, um, we'll move forward with that direction. Then. Okay, so this is a receiving file. Thank you, Commissioner uh, Prey and the Measure U Commission. Thank you, Ash uh, Rogani here for your support in this and our members of the committee. Uh, Madam Clerk, uh, is that, I think that's the balance of our discussion for this committee. That's correct. That's your agenda. And I do have no hands raised to make public comment for matters not on the agenda. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to give uh, four minutes to the uh, committee, the, the council members before our closed session. Uh, we are adjourned at 3, no, 327. Lost you all. All the best. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>